raw sugar. From hair care to body wash to lotions and more, is made with real ingredients for a raw clean that infuses your senses with raw joy. Made with cold-pressed extracts from clean, good-for-you ingredients, raw sugar refreshes your hair, body, and soul, lifting your spirit, boosting your energy, and making you feel like, well, your rawest self. Raw sugar. Available at your local Walmart. I miss you. I miss you too. Oh my God. I have to schedule with you to come in. That's first off, first and foremost, which I'm sure the people don't give a rat's tootie about. (laughs) 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 I haven't talked to you in like a week. I know. And usually we at least like text on a regular basis, if not talk regularly. And this last week and a half, you haven't been able to because I was traveling again for work. So life. I know. Now uh, I'm curled up on the couch with the microphone next to my pillow. I know, right? It was like, how are we going to squeeze in time to do this? Because we also have to find a time later this week to record Thousand Pound Sisters for Fat Friday, because that's yes. coming back. Thousand do Pound you, Sisters. Do you know if a 600 pound wife is coming back too? It's supposed to be, I think, but I don't know any details about it. Yeah, because I was going to oh. say like the timing would have been perfect if we could do both, but... We'll just have to do Fat Friday, which is thousand pound for now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, very exciting, very exciting. Um, so yeah, we had to find all you know extra time to record, and it's like okay, <laughs> we we, we got to squeeze a lot in this week. Um, any case, um, so we are talking about sister wives tell all or one on ones parts two and three tonight. We're gonna do both. Um, get everybody caught up um, and put that out. So um, I don't know if it's really a double episode worthy, but I mean, there was, there was some meat in the second, I think the Mm -hmm. part three, the second episode. So I guess that's part three. Yeah. Um, I think more so than the first one, but you know, your mileage may vary. (laughs) <laughs> everything's just like a blur because it all just kind of flows and yeah. you know how they keep cutting back to different scenes yes. so i'm like okay yes yeah so we're talking about season 18 episode 16 one-on-one part two previously we see janelle and cody fight again for the 2000s 2000th time <laughs> and uh he <laughs> it ends by him saying that he felt like a piece of meat oh god Um, and so yeah with janelle so that's kind of where we left off yep so we see suki asking cody if his and janelle's relationship was just great sex and he's like oh let's not focus on it i don't know she asked to be in the family Mm -hmm. and then he goes on to say she wasn't in love with him and i was just like oh meanwhile suki asked janelle the same thing and janelle's like well yeah i'm not gonna talk about it but you know, like smiling like a fucking Cheshire cat. Exactly. You know, Cody's twisting himself in pretzels trying to like say anything other than yeah. 
<laughs> you know, he probably didn't want to say because he didn't want Robin to rewatch it back and know that they, him and Janelle, actually had crazy kinky sex. Where I know, right? Him and like, Robin are having vanilla missionary <laughs> sex all day, every day. No, I mean, all day, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're using like sex swings and shit. That's yeah. why he's so against the 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 RV. It wouldn't hold their sex swing. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus! No dogs allowed on the bed or the sex swing. Get down. <laughs> oh jesus not that janelle would ever be listening but i'm sorry janelle if you you actually do hear that yeah i apologize to the mormons and the lds and all of the people that are maybe religious listening to all of the people (laughs) apologize to everybody for trying to picture cody having sex you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) i know right we already saw him in like the little underwear blink 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 i'm instantly turned off not that i was turned on before but nope. i'm definitely not gonna be definitely turned on. not now dry as the sahara down there yep well janelle was like everything was very good in that department so like you you know we just talked about they're having some crazy good sex or whatever <laughs> so he was trying to get like more information out of her she was like well the makeup was the best part of that huh when you used to fight uh-huh and then janelle's kind of like, like okay. Yeah. <laughs> Chanel's not saying anything else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And but you know, Suki did ask Cody why he did not want to reconcile with Janelle in the moment after the fight, or mm-hmm. you know, when they were having the the why didn't she just say at least I love you? You know, right. Whatever. And he just said he felt betrayed, he didn't want to pursue her, he's just not there, and he's ashamed of the fight. And instead of communicating, he was full of triggers. Trigger, trigger, trigger. And then they flash back to the the little screenshot you sent me of him going, I did not, I did not, I did not. I did not, I did not, I did not, I did not. And I said, that's like Kaya having a temper tantrum when she's lying to me. I, did, I know, right? Yeah. Kaya, did you draw all over the walls? Right. I did, not, I did not. Yesterday, she took an extra cookie at the party. I was like, did you take that cookie? I did not. No, no, mommy. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. You're in trouble with that one if it starts that early. Mm-hmm. So there's Cody throwing his like, yep, temper tantrum. Ugh. So Janelle doesn't think that Cody likes the idea. Wait, hold on. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Guys, it's really late, by the way. So it's bear with like, us. It is Monday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Janelle said that uh she always felt like she had to earn a relationship with Cody. And yeah. they cut to all of the sister wives talking about this dynamic where they all did exactly what Cody wanted, right? So they all kept their houses a certain way. They this was very was, telling. Yeah, like, Christine said she would was a lot more telling than the time they spent on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christine said she would always make sure that he, you know, she cooked his favorite foods. And if you think about it too, when you're sharing a man, I guess when you only see your husband every three nights or four nights or whatever, uh, that you want to make it extra special, right? Because you don't see him very often. But they all like basically had to conform to what he wanted or else they didn't get love. They didn't get yeah met. And I think that this is like I said, this is really telling. I think this is like important to differentiate like 
when you love somebody, you want to do things to make them happy. So you like want to make them their thing, like their favorite meal or whatever. You know, you you, th- you theoretically a healthy relationship. You're supposed to want to do those things for each other. Right. Not talking about that dynamic. What I'm talking about is, is that they had to do these things. They had to perform these things in order to have Cody love them in return. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they were doing this out of the goodness of their heart. They were doing it, it in their twisted way. What they knew of is I do this. He loves me in return. And and that's transactional, right? That's tra- a transactional relationship. And that is not a dynamic of a healthy relationship not at all so they and they're all pointing to these things that 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 they did um and how far back that goes you know and it was just like you know how how controlling and things you know that he might happen behind closed doors yeah, they probably didn't even realize they were being manipulated and controlled at the time, obviously, looking back on it and reflecting. Well, Mary even goes on to say that, you know, he asked her to do all these things and she did all of them, but it wasn't good enough. So her yeah, loyalty wasn't enough. Post. Yeah. Right. She's like, OK, he keeps talking about loyalty, loyalty. Well, I've been loyal to you. Like, and you're still not giving me it's yeah. not enough. Yeah. Like, it was interesting to watch Mary's story arc her character arc over the course of these two episodes together versus what each of them in isolation because my dislike of mary like i know it would just when it starts to like lift a little bit it gets like reinforced like tenfold (laughs) so (laughs) so watching her her story arc over the care over the course of these two episodes reinforced my belief that she's just a fucking asshole she did but, make a funny joke though about the dagger and a knife like yes in kidney. she I, did yeah. but i mean it starts here with this with this narrative that she's she's pulling here so i don't know i'll have more to say on that as it goes on as her story arc continues <laughs> yeah yeah well and then you know you hear cody say some dumb shit like he always does where he's like I told her I loved her and I I chose to love her. She thinks I was madly head over heels for her, but it wasn't that for me. And we acted and played that out, you know, and then he goes, well, you know, we did have a very romantic experience. We started out that way, but then there was a lot of dysfunction. So he keeps going back and forth between like bullshit and bullshit. Like he, he's twisting himself into a fucking pretzel to, mm-hmm. to say anything other than, yeah, I loved her. You know, it was a different kind of love. When I met Robin, that was a different kind of love. Like admitting that is not problematic. Right. You know, admit it. It's a, it's not, we're not afraid of the truth. Like it's, it's not a problem, you know? Why like, do you think he is acting that way and denying? Because, because he, he, he does this with every question that he's asked. And I was noticing this really because, you know, and this is something I've been commenting on all season is there are differences in language, right? The language choices that Robin and Cody use, um, you know, that everything's like happens to them and it's, a, you know, they're victims and this and that versus um, uh, Christine and Janelle are like, well, this thing happened. We were in love and then we weren't. And, and, and we were in what we thought was love, you know, at the time and we were young and it was, it, it was what, what it was. And, now it's something different and that's okay. You know, yeah. like 
they're like versus oh look at what christine did to me and you know and the family and she did this and does you know and their language choices are vastly um different here so yeah. um with with cody's language here wait, wait, wait what did he say he said that he chose to love her but he oh. wasn't you know he told her he loved her he has to twist himself in pretzels to say anything other than um it it might make him sound weak right like it it, by by saying it was something and then it changed to something else like to him that's an admission that he somehow did something wrong even if it's not anything that he can he or any sane person can articulate right like it's just he 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 can't ever admit something that's as simple as that you know christine when asked the exact same question was like oh yeah you know blah 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 you know and and it's totally fine and that's again the difference in language she has no problem saying you know answering yes or no to a yes or no question whereas Mm -hmm. cody has to give you you know uh you know soliloquy on it (laughs) without ever actually answering the question yeah that's true very true well suki talks to mary about the moving business and i don't even know why i took notes on this because i really don't give a flying fuck about it but, um we see the scene again i'm sorry guys i'm in a i'm cursing a lot sorry again to all the religious people out there um no I'm kidding uh but not so we see the scene again with mary telling robin and cody that she's moving her clothing business and he obviously doesn't seem to give a shit at all he's just kind of like okay all right all right um and cody's saying that robin's pressuring him but because you know he's she's telling him to be around for mary or something like that and i'm like what i don't know then mary called him out on the ring he was wearing in the kitchen mary was like oh you know we see the scene about the ring and what's that ring you have on yeah so they gotta replay this scene like because we haven't seen it a thousand times already Mm -hmm to make it you know the secondhand cringe as uncomfortable as possible about robin sitting there going well anything else you wanted to make clear to him today because i speak (laughs) cody which was a whole funny discussion when we get to that segment (laughs) we we see the barn dominium again the conversation about throwing mary in the garage (laughs) throwing her in the garage christine's reaction when they showed that though oh my god it's like, can you imagine Cody having a yard sale, a garage sale? Like, here's my 2001 Lexus convertible. Here's my wife, circa 1970. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. No. No, no, that's not for sale. <laughs> yeah, it's free. It's free. Just take it. No. Oh, no. <laughs> comes with papers but no ring <laughs> jesus can you imagine him? oh my god oh, i'm dying god. i'm dying oh, i needed that laugh <laughs> okay sorry <sighs> okay so then we see Mary telling Robin that she needs someone else to fight for her relationship because sometimes she's too weak to fight. I mean, those are Robin's words talking about what Mary said. Oh, yeah. But Mary does agree to that. And she's like, yeah, yeah. you know, 
And they talk about that because they they replay this scene and then they replay, and I can't remember the whole order everything is, but they replay that scene 8 million times, followed by the scene at the picnic table, right? They play those over and over and over again. And, um, and they have this conversation about why was Robin even there? And mm-hmm. it's this, you know, oh, Mary asked her to be there, you know, and and aside from the really condescending bullshit that Robin was saying um, about her speaking Cody and well, did the other wife speak Cody? Well, you know, they're capable, certainly capable of it. Yeah. They have the capacity to. And it's like, what? They were around before you were, bitch. But that, <laughs> that yeah. aside, the commentary like Janelle and stuff was saying was like, dude, if you can't even have a conversation with your own husband, like maybe <laughs> the red flag. Red maybe flag. there's an issue here, you know, if because if you're inviting Robin along now, but but that also goes to the level of manipulation by Robin. Mm-hmm. Right. And Cody's level of defending Robin about, oh, you can't say anything bad about Robin. Robin didn't do anything wrong. Um, goes to how well she's manipulated him into thinking it's not her. Right. <laughs> right. Case in point, you know. Definitely. Um, anyway, this is part of Mary's story arc in this two episode story as well <laughs> yeah i'm like reading through whatever i'm like it's i don't even want to talk about it because it's the same shit you know it's like okay everyone's saying leave mary there's no life for you if you stay okay so let's just get to the ring conversation because this this goes to my my mary story arc issue so we 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 have christine telling this story about long time ago somewhere around the time robin was coming into the family Cody took off his gold ring that he'd had with Mary and melted it down and did something God knows what to it with it. Um, fast forward years later or whatever, they all got together and they did one fancy clotter ring, whatever, which he then later swapped out for this ring that he was wearing in this kitchen seat. So Christine's telling us this whole story this whole story of the rings and how it got to that point and that then they show mary coming on getting all like pissed off some angry bee in her bonnet about the fact that christine told this story of mary's about the ring being melted down and she was livid about it and i'm like why is she so fucking crazy about this Mm -hmm. so her issue was with she was so angry at christine for having told the story that it wasn't hers to tell and she's he just go on tell the story that's not yours i'm like except that she just did so like and you know but but like i felt like mary's reaction was really out of proportion to the like the quote-unquote violation that christine did i agree and i think it's because mary was embarrassed because she knew that everyone is going to be talking about it going or like are you why didn't you leave like that's such a huge sign and it just goes back to everybody not making fun of her but just everybody talking about her i mean everyone's like come on the signs are there and i feel like she's hiding the truth she's hiding a lot from the public because of embarrassment 
because she knows. Well, that's so my I came to the conclusion, right? Because I think it's in the next episode where she goes on and on and on, or whichever of these two episodes, she goes on about how he's never told me to my face. He's never told me to my face. Like she's clinging on to this, right? Like mm-hmm. I was, I, I was owed that. I'm like, eh, okay, if that's what you're insisting on, like you're putting up with an awful lot of bullshit for yeah. uh, stand on some kind of stupid principle which is is a stupid principle because if she needed to be told to her face that Cody was no longer interested in a relationship with her even though he was telling everybody including you know Santa Claus about mm-hmm. it apparently she, this story comes out she can't stick by that narrative anymore she so she comes back all pissed off after they've already recorded the the one on ones so she's already gone on and spun her tale of he needs to tell me to my face. Then she finds out, well, that's bullshit. You know, we, we, that's blown out of the water because if he, you quote unquote needed him to tell you to your face back when he, you confronted him about the ring and he says, I don't want you to have a claim to me. That's mm-hmm. pretty damn clear to your face. I mean, so, I can see an argument where it's not clear though. Like, I don't want you to, to me, I mean, I'm trying to think Mary now, not Alexis. I'm thinking Mary. Mm-mm. right so mary being like well a claim to me well no i mean i'm a sister wife i'm sharing a man like i guess i can see why he doesn't want me to have a claim to him because mm-hmm. i was the first wife i'm I'm again speaking mary this is not me speaking. Yeah. oh do you speak mary uh, i do actually I if you need me to translate <laughs> yeah exactly um and the other uh, reason behind Robin's bullshit thing about speaking Cody was, well, he he doesn't have a filter. Most people filter, but he doesn't. He just says all the asshole things that come to his mind, just basically. I'm like, I hate people like that. Like, and you're excusing his behavior. Like, That's exactly it. She's excusing it. Yes. She's excusing his behaviors. Oh, he's just like that. No, it doesn't give you a right to be an asshole just because right. I don't have a filter. I tell it like it is. I'm Italian. Whatever your fucking excuse to jour is about why you're an asshole. No, mm-hmm. you're just an asshole. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, it's so true. It's so true. Uh, okay, so where were we? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh, Mary mad about the rings. Yeah, so I think... I feel like part of her story arc with this whole thing is right. Like she, you know, initially I was like, okay, she's pissed me off. Cause then there's this ring story and she's super mad. I got Christine telling the story, but she's not as mad about at Cody at the action of what happened. It, and I was really confused. And then they show in this next, you know, couple of scenes that she's talking about, he needs to tell me to my face, he needs to tell me my face. And I was like, okay, I was you know, buying into the Mary story. Right. I'm like, okay, you know, I could kind of, if I squint hard enough, maybe I can kind of see where she might have gotten that idea. I don't know. But then watching it back again, I realized that she did that when she got all pissed off about Christine was after she had filmed the tell-all. I mean, after she had done all this interviews, they, she came back and they did. she did that. So she was pissed off because her cover was blown. She spun this, she spent this four hours spinning the story about Cody, you know, needing to man up and tell her. And it was blown away by Christine in this offhanded way, telling this offhanded story. Well, you know, there's a lot more stories too that we didn't hear about him probably mm-hmm. um doing mean and bad things to her. 
But also, there's probably a lot we haven't seen about him being a nice guy and fake. And like, you know how he goes back and forth, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Right. So he probably does lead her on only then to tear her down. Only oh, to for sure. Give her 100%. False hope. 100%. But any person with any, you know, self-esteem would not put up with that. Right. Sorry, they wouldn't. I mean, it's just, I don't, you, you're yeah. not, like, well, I shouldn't say wouldn't, but um, most people would not spend 20 plus not. years with somebody that doesn't respect or treat because you, you need them to like what magic words does he need to say to your face to make it where well i'm not just you're you're being a jerk so i'm gonna leave well i think he's being more than a jerk i wouldn't classify what he's doing as being a jerk i mean your perception of that is being a jerk then you know your perception is way off of what reality is because honey what he's doing is far above being just a jerk yeah yeah definitely you know, my kid's a jerk when he leaves his dirty shit all over the place. That's not the same thing, you know? It's like diabolical what he's doing. Right. Horrible. Yeah. Yes. He just mm-hmm. doesn't do a filter. <laughs> yeah. And then back to the whole speaking Cody thing, Janelle said that her kids were really upset because Robin was interjecting into their relationship too. Mm-hmm. Um and telling the kids oh well i you know i speak cody like when the kids wanted to talk to their own father you, can have, like, you no. can have a conversation with with him over here if you you know if you come over here i'll be here because you know i speak cody <laughs> like he's our Crazy. father we were okay and janelle was so funny about it too because she's like yeah no i can handle it you know um did just fine before you got here you know and we 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 all can communicate with him just fine sweetheart Mm -hmm. back off Mm -hmm. and then it was just like it it just i had to touch on this again because it infuriates me so much is when you know suki asked her well do the other you know or do the other wives speak cody and her answer was they have the capacity yeah like the fuck they have the capacity to learn to speak Cody. These bitches, I mean, they were all married to him before you came along and like upended him with your like Victoria's Secret debt collection. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, know? you know what I think it is? I think speaking Cody is really terms for manipulation. I actually, it's like I it can twist what manipulating Cody, not speaking Cody manipulating cody hearing the words that come out of his mouth and being able to manipulate that into to translate it interpret it to mean whatever she wants it to mean mm-hmm. there you go i think we solved it we did yeah and mary Dr. brings Black is on the case <laughs> mary brings up a good point when because you know cody tries to deflect everything to not his fault so you know he wants to use the excuse of mary being catfished as the reason why the relationship didn't work so the ring story was came came to light and mary was like no the ring happened seven years prior to the catfishing incident which i think is important because that lets the everyone know like i kind of felt bad for mary in that moment because i'm like oh she's meeting a new friend who's not really a you know, nobody blame nobody blames you right. for, for 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 reaching outside of your marriage for comfort and attention mary like nobody i don't think anybody ever blames her for that like and getting catfished like it happens like at this point in in society we're in like almost in 2024 i think everybody's been catfished at some point by something mm-hmm. right you know in some capacity like like there's no shame like don't whatever and i don't think like no one's 
bashing her for having reached outside. So the fact that this happened seven years earlier, this timeline, you know, of events, it's like, wow, like it took her that long to start yeah. reaching out. Well, I mean, given what she, you know, their their levels of manipulation in being raised in polygamy in this weird culty branch of fundamentalism <laughs> that mm-hmm. aside <laughs> you know yeah yep we then see the women there's different cuts of all the women talking about cody and how he used to be this kind giving like happy-go-lucky optimistic guy and now it's just become you know he's mad he's angry he's pessimistic um and so we i, I thought that was interesting too because i think every single woman every single wife said the same thing they were all saying that he was this person that he's no longer he's this bitter angry little man now mm-hmm. um and he didn't used to be that way and and it's like it's like well 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 if it isn't the consequences of our own actions cody mm-hmm. like i mean look at that smacking you right in the face no wonder you're angry look at yes. what you've done with your life and then later on we see cody talking about mary again he says Oh, I, you know, he loves her, but he doesn't think that they can be in a happy relationship. So I'm like, earlier you said you didn't love anyone else but Robin, but now you're saying you do love Mary, but don't, don't think you can be in a relationship with her? Because he has to, again, twist himself around and do these mental gymnastics and word salad to make it sound as good for him as possible, which in his eyes somehow is both loving her and not loving her at the same time yeah and treating her like dog shit in a barn and and her being the love of his life and nobody should question that like (laughs) and it was no longer safe quote-unquote safe for him to be in a relationship with her and i swear to fucking god if i hear that goddamn word one more time you know, for those of you guys who play drinking games for these shows, if you drink every time somebody says safe or unsafe, you'd be passed out by the end. Definitely. Oh, God, at least you know had the wherewithal to use the air quotes around it. <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah. uh, again using his word word salad incorrectly. Exactly. Well, we go to the scene of the uh, picnic table on the property with Robin, Mary, and Cody outside talking. And we get different perspectives from everyone about what the conversation meant to them and yada, yada, yada. So to summarize it, again, Cody said that, um, Rob, you know, that Mary wanted something that we just can't have. And Robin starts crying, sobbing Robin, had to walk away. <laughs> <clears throat> her usual that she's crying which did you like that screenshot i sent you i did it was so perfect it was you sent me the screenshot of robin crying right crying quote air quotes yes <laughs> and then the, the closed captioning said sobbing yes it's like sobbing and i was like i don't know who did these closed captions who typed them up but they must obviously watch the show because they're <laughs> they didn't say crying they didn't say like sulking or I don't know. They, they got it right. Like, they were accurate yeah. on that one. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what else do you want to talk? I mean, like, you know, we just see it all again, I guess. It's yeah. Not- that, there's no, yeah. Whatever. We yeah, exactly. The broadcast will be right back. 
Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small up to 4x and if you haven't yet be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu and now back to the broadcast what i thought was really interesting was when cody told mary again how he felt and then he asked her you know am i being fair mary Mary was like, well, you're being honest and you're being kind. And I'm like thinking like he's not a number one being honest. No. And he's no, B, not actually being very kind. No. Not no sense of reality to her. That was him being fair and kind. And I'm like, no, I would have stood up and been like, you're a fucking asshole. You have been leading me on for 20 some years. You don't love yeah. me. You don't care about me. But instead she's like, oh, well, you're she uses again choices of language right so her constant use of the words like unkind and being kind and things when what she's talking about is actually far greater than being unkind it's like straight up diabolical yes right like her constant minimizing of it is again language choice right she's intentionally minimizing a lot of these things that are more than just you know more than that they're hurtful and they're they're shameful and they're they're all these things rolled in in one and and she's just always minimizing what he says so by saying that in that moment too by her saying at least you're being kind when he's actually like not you're like okay yeah well maybe she has still work to work to do in therapy mm -hmm. <laughs> like she's, what do you she's made some progress but <laughs> right what do you think about the agreement that cody and robbie made robin made when they got married that they promised each um, other that if they were never in love with each other uh, you know that they would no, not be in a pathetic place a pathetic place that they're talking about right in front of mary this is how i think that actually went down is while they're boning one night before they got married probably while they're boning in the white sports car right, right. Mm -hmm. they're saying you know talking about how awesome and in love they are and it's she was like um promise me you'll leave me and you, you'll never let me be like as pathetic as mary is you know, I agree. You no, know, that's exactly how that conversation went down that night, like when they got married, right? Mm -hmm. Because obviously, if he's melting down their 
his shit like years before you know whatever anyway when robin came into the picture anyway like (laughs) and you knew she probably had to know about that story like she had to have known she probably orchestrated it yeah well she said i saw this this pool and i liked it i said i want that you know she probably orchestrated all of it could you check out her diamonds have we talked about her diamond ring no we talked about the rolexes but Mm. not the diamonds the diamond ring she's wearing um i think it's ugly but big zirconium whatever okay (laughs) the um but it's it's not like i mean it's an actual like it looks like a a normal person like engagement ring Mm. not a like weird polygamous cloud not a one of those lollipop rings the little yeah things you buy for a quarter yeah exactly (laughs) exactly like she's like looking that during the next episode uh, she's every time she's like reaching for a tissue for her non-existent tears maybe that's why she's fake crying she wants everyone to see the ring maybe because she is flashing it yes Ooh. oh because you got a fancy new ring she's got to show it off yeah it's like oh, i'm so sad <laughs> and i'm rubbing my face all over my, my hand all over my face <laughs> yeah mm. hmm Anyway, uh, so we also see in that conversation outside, of course, Robin crying, no one else's. Cody in his interview said that him and Mary had a conversation in private a day or so before they actually had the conversation on the cameras. And Mary was like, it's not fair that he wants to keep our conversations private when this is something that I deserve to tell. I mean, it's my yeah, she's like, it's my story, too. Yeah. Right, I should be able to tell it. Yeah, which, you know, you can tell that, like, that's, like, and I think I said this when we were talking about the episode initially, is um, clearly she's doing some therapy or some inner work, something, because she's, like, she's using big girl words and stuff there, you know? And so I'm, like, you know, kind of proud of her in there. And then she just goes and crashes in, her, in the next episodes, but it's okay. Yes. <laughs> and that was- will continue to disappoint me. <laughs> right and that was kind of the episode that was it that was the uh part two of the tell-all yes so we move on into part three <clears throat> let me clear my throat for this one yeah <clears throat> we watch christine watching the whole you know picnic table incident and christine was like why was robin there like why was she even there yeah and- yeah 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 like to be the seeing their reactions was was funny to me because christine yeah being like why was she even there like that doesn't you know what we need katrina we need like a pillow talk for sister wives Mm -hmm. but go throw it back old school right like let's have the sister wives janelle and christine on the couch re-watching episodes of sister wives from the beginning who do I need to pitch this to on TLC? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and then Cody and Robin on other cast because they're just going to spit lies and it's not going to make any sense. But I and then maybe the kids. Like, let's get the kids' perspective yeah. on different episodes. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. sorry, I got distracted. Yeah, sorry. Just oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, we go back to talking about um the agreement again between Robin and Cody and their marriage and saying if they weren't in love with each other, yada yada. Yeah. 
Well, Cody then goes on to say that he direct result of how he was treating Mary and how she was pathetically hanging on. Definitely. hundred percent. And Cody didn't even like want to go there. He basically said that he, well, you know, I told the other wives about it and, you know, I let them know they're free to go if they want to. And to me, I summarize that up as I've met the love of my life. So if anybody else wants to leave, go ahead. Cause I'm good. That's pretty yeah. much what I, you know, like, what I, mean? I, found, like, I went through all of you until I, and then I finally, it's like, oh, didn't work out. Oh, didn't work out. Oh, didn't, oh, found right. one. Okay. Everybody else was gone. Yes. Is exactly what happened. And then he told everybody that. Like, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Like, okay, I found mine. I got mine. So you're all free to go get yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I thought it was funny too, Suki. When Robin was crying, Suki basically was like, uh, Robin, even you're crying. Like, you're crying, Robin. Like, you're and, more upset about it than Kim. Yeah, and, and Cody was like, that's because Robin is her advocate of talking about Mary's advocate. Yeah. Defending her. I'm like, this is the Lulu everywhere. Um, yeah. And talking about Cody and his relationships with the different wives. Again, he cannot own up to anything, any sort of part in the failure of his marriages so what he does say is that he doesn't care about the covenant that he has with his wives because it doesn't include the dissolution of quote my soul or personality <gasps> and that those who are stuck the in relationship of his soul it's like yes. the upcoming like ballad mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said, album. those who are stuck in relationships because of their religion or faith or whatever end up in life in a life of unhappy solitude with a person that is right next to them and then he's like taking, you know, taking the high road by saying, I'm not going to do what's been done by me by trash talking her, talking about Mary. I'm like, you've been trash talking her this whole time. Like, what do you mean? Like in this moment, you're not going to And then go back to Mary's choices of language or at least you're being kind or you would say things that are not kind. Like, no, bitch. Like he said some bad shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mean ass shit yeah I would say he's a grown-ass man yeah and what are your thoughts when robin goes on to say that cody is suspicious of all the wives and everyone being disloyal to him and that she doesn't recognize him what do you think about that and she was all oh but not all women i have to not all women him like <laughs> because i i mean her talking about the, this whole discussion of him being like this angry man now and sabotaging their relationship and all this stuff. Like I can see that happening. Like he's spiraling. He's had these wives are all leaving him and he's like having an existential crisis and he's just being an asshole. Like he can't help it. He's just, you know, he has no filter. He's just that way. Yeah. You know, so he's just being an asshole. And um, her trying to rein it in is, is sort of an interesting dynamic, I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's like, when he's angry and out of control like that, she's out of his her manipulative manipulation ability. Like, like he he'll do things that she hasn't manipulated. Do you know what I mean? Like she doesn't have the control over him that she needs to have. Yes. So she doesn't like so she has to employ all of her whatever her feminine wiles or whatever it is that she's <laughs> trying to do to get him to like snap out of his delusions and back into her reality i don't know mm-hmm. but... <laughs> so, yeah so weird so weird and cody's like i don't want robin to see this and how dark i've gotten 
but I'm gonna say it on a, an international TV show. Yeah, well, Robin's like she knows. She, Robin knows he has thoughts of leaving her and to escape his life or whatever. And then he's like telling her all of it. But listen, I know in a marriage and a relationship, you you're supposed to share how you feel and you yada yada yada. Okay, sure. But telling your partner that you have fantasies about having sex with somebody else, somebody else. <laughs> boning somebody else to then only tell that person that oh i actually really love i actually the love them love. bone 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 <laughs> right um and let me just change my name and move and like never talk to you again like i, mean, I think that there's like a, a line that needs to be drawn sure like, i know right like i mean we all dream of like we all have those moments of like you know I wonder what, what it would be like to live alone in a loft apartment in downtown DC by myself with my dog. I thought you were going to say, what would it be like to live in a barn dominium? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Tell me, Katrina. What is your fantasy like in the barn dominium? Tell me. <laughs> no, I'm just fantasizing about living in like a studio apartment, like a loft studio, huge loft studio in downtown DC overlooking the ballpark. Nice. But oddly specific for me. <laughs> but no, like, you, you, yeah, like the 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 fantasies <laughs> that, that Cody is sharing about these dreams of boning another woman while in love with Robin, like very disturbing. Doesn't well, it scares me because you think of like Chris Watts. You think about men that actually like, and I'm not comparing Cody to Chris Watts who killed his kids and wife, but I'm saying like there are men that do just up and leave their families and yeah. start a whole new life. They may not murder the him. Is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I, women do too. I watch right. a lot of true crime shows. Like, trust, right. trust. We know that women do it too. This is not right. a not a one of those things. No, no. And we 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 watch enough of that. Where like the way he was speaking was kind of like scaring me. I'm like, what's like, this guy planning? Yeah, we. <laughs> um. Yeah, he seems to have oddly specific plans with um another wife involved. Like, like is he gonna go off to the mountains? like what's he gonna do here can you see him trying to be a mountain man remember when he was standing on the dirt pile i always bring that up in the no. one like oh the dirt pile the way he's like with like a shovel the shovel and the log with the snow <laughs> like what are you doing dude what are you oh doing oh my god uh well robin was saying that cody uh, constantly picks fights with her over dumb things and that they're in different places and you know it all happened around the, the bomb that went off in their family too with the text message thread or whatever and i'm like okay he doesn't have mary to pick on anymore or christine or janelle so maybe he is just taking it all on robin because nobody he, else is there nobody His else kids is left there. him maybe he's just always been this way maybe and you just don't notice it because they're not always around i don't know right Mm-hmm. so he's sab- he cody said he's self-sabotaging or he's sabotaging his relationship with robin because he wants to punish himself okay all right whatever he's and we go in all the bullshit about what we just talked about to be doing it to punish himself he's just an asshole who doesn't know how to act like it's not mm-hmm. that serious i ain't that complicated i don't need a psych degree to, to tell you that yeah um and we have already heard this but janelle goes on to say that cody is very protective over robin and that none of the sister wives were ever allowed to talk bad about her or question anything about her or any complaint they just couldn't talk about it and if they were to talk about it then they were uh, called a bully by cody 
Right, which is again misusing words and not using them in the right context, and and the, therefore like diminishing the value of of what the word actually means because what they're doing is not actually bullying. You know, Janelle made a really good point here, and she's like, you know, sometimes if that's the issue, like you need to be able to talk to your husband about this and a plural family, and if this is the dynamic, and you need to talk to him about it, like that's what he's there for. You know, like you can't have that conversation, then there's a problem. Things are going to fall apart. You know, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that that really is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And Suki brought up something about Cody and the time he was spending with the women and he got really defensive about being equitable of his time, which he keeps really denying that he He spent most of his time with Robin, which is crazy because it's like everyone knows it. We can see it. Like, yeah, like, yeah, he denies and he's always just saying like, oh, it's just, it's just a complaint in there. Oh, there's always going to be this complaining. No, then he one ups and it's like, well, they're just jealous. They're just jealous of Robin. And we're all just jealous of Robin. Those of us on the internet that talk bad about her, we're we're all just <laughs> jealous of her. Exactly. Her eyebrows. Yeah. And then you sent me the screenshot of him being like, shut up. I will punch you in the mouth. That's what he wants to say to the other sister wives when they're mistreating or talking badly about Robin. He wants to tell them to shut up or I'll punch you in the mouth. Like Like, these are some red flags, folks. Like serious red flags, guys. Like (laughs) he's finally just letting it out. He's just saying all the quiet parts out loud now. The ones that Robin said that he always says that he doesn't think and he just speaks. Right. That she always filters. She always nicens up for him to yeah. manipulate what is being said she manipulates and filters mm-hmm. yeah. she's his brain and, well, he, Chris- he, and she does it in such a way that he doesn't realize it mm-hmm. I mean, not that he's very smart it's not like would be that hard to trick him but that is true <laughs> he thinks he I is though be cody so i mean mm, yep Christine was talking about the past uh, disagreements that she's had with Robin, and she said that she thought they were fine. They, they, you know, it was over. They worked it out and moved on, but somehow these things kept coming up over and over again. And when Suki asked her, "Well, what what disagreement kept coming over? Uh, you know, up over up uh, <laughs> what kept coming up? Thank you, <laughs> thank you." Um, she was like, well, there was this personality test. This had me freaking rolling because I didn't know what where this was going to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, they all took a personality test. At least we think they all took the personality test. And we learned that Janelle is like the peacemaker, the diplomat, which she agrees with. Mm-hmm. Mary and Christine don't remember their results but, but mary remember says agreeing with them right but they they do agree with what they were and then not only that but they agree that what they heard about the other sister wives was correct they don't remember what exactly was said but they're like i remember agreeing that yeah. yes um and then all of a sudden suki asked robin about her personality test results and she all of a sudden does not remember what they were because earlier Christine was saying that apparently the test told Robin that she was dramatic. Not only did she like drama hearing about it, she liked to talk about it. And all of a sudden, Robin just had no idea. She didn't know what what they talked about. What personality test? Oh, well, they were talking about the results. Oh, well, they must have filled them in for me. 
you know yeah christine didn't really know me so she just guessed at what i thought you know would want the answer to be or whatever and then fast forward to today when my dear friend 90 day fiance meme aka melissa um did the lord's work and found (laughs) season six episode 10 is where they discussed the personality test they took including robin who loves to rewrite history Mm-hmm. So there we go there we have it i have it posted on my instagram you can also check 90 day fiance meme for the original post of that where we got to revisit history and rewrite it correctly robin mm-hmm. thank you i conclude this dramatic reading of the Instagram <laughs> post. Uh, so you asked christine about her relationship she's like would you ever be friends with robin yada yada Christine was like, no, I'm not friends with Robin. I don't trust her. And an example of Christine not trusting Robin, I mean, there are many. Ugh. But the one that she mentioned is that, you know, Robin claims that she she wants to have this big family and she sees everybody getting together yet. But in reality, she keeps Cody to herself and doesn't participate in family things or doesn't mm-hmm. want to, you know, make time for the fa- the whole family. And this is another interesting example of my like commentary, my running commentary on the language choices, right? So we got when when Suki asks Cody a question that could be a yes or no question or whatever, and he just needs to say, "Oh yeah, I'm no longer in love with her," because he's not, and he says he's not, but he can't just say that, right? He goes on and on and on. Well, Suki asks Christine, you know, would you consider being friends with her? And she's like, an immediate no. Like mm-hmm. she can just answer the question regardless of how it quote unquote may make her look right she says no because i don't trust her yeah she doesn't have to like twist herself up and like pull all these words out of her asshole just like try to make her sound stronger or better or somehow like as if saying no i don't trust her would somehow reflect poorly on her because it Mm -hmm. doesn't and that's like the chief difference right there between yeah their language choices yep what do you think about Mary correcting Suki? Well, like I'm not a sister wife anymore. They're not my sister wives. Oh, like yeah. we're not married to the same guy. Oh no! But 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 I'm like okay. Shut the shut she's, the hell up. She's hell bent on being a single lady. Remember what her anthem was? All the single ladies. Yeah. <laughs> so you know she's very hell bent on. I am a single woman. I'm a single woman. And and you know it. You know what it must be. It's because a single woman is the unicorn. Um, in a like a polyamorous couple that wants a, a third mm-hmm. they always want a single woman right oh. so her relationship this this fake you know this imaginary relationship i have with her and her friend jen and her jen, jen's husband <laughs> he's the unicorn right so she has to be a single lady in order to maintain her spot as the unicorn in that relationship in that triad so- i love how you made this all up but yet i would not be shocked if it was true like at all this right here is Katrina the powerful brain. First, guys. That's the powerful brain. That's that's my um, you know, very expensive legal education at work right there. <laughs> Coming up with that. Uh, yes, that is, that is probably true. <laughs> well, Suki asked Mary about Robin. You know, does she have your back? But and Mary's like, yeah, she has my back, but she doesn't trust her implicitly. And then she brings up the catfishing situation, which it's oh. been a while since this happened. So I didn't realize, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, is the catfish 
a friend of Robin's. Okay, I, we had the same conversation because we don't think it's entirely clear. And 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 I have rewatched it, right? I and and talked about this and rewound it and stuff. I don't know if it's there entirely clear because the conversation about Mary and Suki, they kind of kept cutting each other off, and so we didn't get to hear the complete thoughts. And or the editing was done such a way that we couldn't exactly tell what was said. It did sound like a lot like they were saying that Mary was saying that Robin's friend was the crazy person catfish. Right. That's what I but got out of on that, but... rewatch. It doesn't quite read the same to me. It okay. reads a little bit more the other way that it was like that Robin's friend was somehow involved in if they weren't the catfish they knew about it okay because i was trying to understand and i did a rewind too a little bit but i'm like what exactly is happening here because i don't remember hearing that the catfish was a friend of robin so that was news to me like three people involved in the whole scenario anyway or something so it made it sound it was a woman i know that the main one at least i i i what my my takeaway from it was that Robin's friend was not the the one that was telling Robin that Mary was doing these things wasn't themselves the catfisher but was somehow involved with them the situation. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Which okay. you know for felony murder rule in many states it doesn't matter if you pulled the trigger or not if you're involved you're involved you're as equally liable. So right. She's not the actual catfisher. She's, you know, somebody in murdering, you know, it's what, you know. Well, and- Robin goes on to tell the, the quote friend slash catfisher, whoever they are. Um, if you don't have any proof Mary's having an affair, then don't talk about it anymore. A hundred dollars says she did not actually say that to her friend. I uh, know she probably said, hey, where's the proof? Show me the proof. I, I wonder if Robin was one of the people involved. Was she, do you think she was manipulating the catfish situation? hundred percent. Do you think she was the catfisher, like ultimately behind the behind behind the scenes, like the guy behind the guy behind the guy, like the Wizard of Oz? Yeah, maybe do you think she was actually pulling the strings on that catfish situation. Maybe. Yeah, it's like Scooby Doo when somebody pulls <gasps> off the mask. Oh, like, it was Robin. It, it was, was Robin, Robin, Robin this whole time. It was Robin the whole time. Oh my God, Robin's a catfisher the whole time. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. (laughs) Well, when Suki asked Mary, I'm sorry, when Suki called Mary an ex-sister wife in front of Robin, all of a sudden we get sobbing Robin again. (laughs) And she is like, you can see, you can call her that anywhere else, but with me. She will always be my sister wife. Oh my no, god. She's like, Christine's no, my sister wife. No. Janelle's my sister wife. That's not how facts work. Just because you choose not to believe them doesn't make them any less true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like no, <laughs> no, Christine, this isn't just me being dramatic. <laughs> Horror. I just can't let this go because they're not my ex sister wives. Dude, bitch, you orchestrated all of it. Yeah, definitely. But she has to be the victim. But, you know, Christine's a set retelling of the personality test debacle. You know, she was saying how one of the things was the, tr- the, the, 
bonding with people like you always have to be dramatic because it's like how you relate you get people to relate to you that way or mm-hmm. something you know by having these dramatic stories or whatever and i was like oh that's an interesting take okay yeah i want to know what the personality test was that they took and what robin's result really was like well, where does she fit i'm gonna look that up yeah um there there's one that i was taking recently and, and it was actually pastor becca was telling me about it it was in our group chat but it was like a long time ago um and and i'll have to look it up but um it was actually it was interesting because she and i were talking about something else and she was like oh interesting you might be a da-da-da-da on this whatever thing and i was like oh that all sounds really so i looked that one up and i was like oh yeah that really sounds like me and then i took the test like four times different sites and all this stuff and i never got it once i got and it's funny it does sound like me but like i got this other one repeatedly over and over and over again it was like okay okay send me the link i want to take it yeah i'll i'll find him yeah That's some cool. of the, one of the enneagram ones and it's not like the um introvert that one it was not that one but it's some enneagram site that's cool it's like three and wings and it's yeah hmm. yeah it's really cool yeah you'll you'll does it tell you all the like possibilities of the results yeah, like, yeah as far I think, as at the end yeah yeah your your science your science minded mm-hmm. right, will we'll appreciate it you'll like it I, i'm excited um yeah so anyway well then I'm we hear more about the friend. fight between the whole family <laughs> oh, and the yeah. text message thread oh, oh my god oh, yeah can we before we talk about the text message thread let's yeah. take a quick break and we'll be right back okay all right, the text message thread. This is the most information we've gotten about the text message thread blow up ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're all talking about doing a video chat with all of the kids. Everyone was excited about it, but no, they Robin... weren't even talking about. They were talking about the gift exchange, not the video chat. Robin's the one that tried to interject the video chat. Right, 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 right. Sorry. Yes, they're talking about doing a video chat or whatever, but. The, the gift, gift exchange. They were talking about the yeah. gift exchange, and then exactly. she's like, "Let's do a video chat because my kids don't even know who their siblings are." Right, and let's do it at nine p.m. Even though kids yeah. live on the East Coast, and it was too late for them. Yeah. So the kids were like, "Well, that time doesn't work for us," and they were trying to figure out a new time to do it. And Robin took that information and took it offense to it, and basically said that all the kids hate me, and I don't want anything to do with all of you because. Yes. They try to fix the time. That's that's the story we got. That's that's basically what happened. Right, right. <laughs> and the thing is, too, neither Robin nor Cody denied that, right? They could have easily been like, well, what really happened was, but they didn't have any other information to offer up except for... It's uncontradicted like testimony, as we would say, <laughs> you know? It's just like, okay. First of all, I think somebody needs to release the video chat. Where's Gwendolyn? Okay, if anybody, if one of the kids are going to do it, it's going to be... Not a video more, chat. Um, the video chat didn't happen. I mean, the text message thread. I'm sorry, I'm tired. I'm sorry. I'm exhausted. Release the text message thread. Yes. I want to see yes. the text message so, thread. Like, yeah, so they were talking about this gift exchange. It's a big deal, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, and they're trying to do it. So Robin had to insert herself in it because if it's not all about Robin and doesn't exist in her world, right? Facts. So she had to make it all about them and in her words in one of her interviews she's saying it's basically because her kids don't her little kids you know Ari and Solomon and stuff don't know their siblings because they're all assholes don't even know their names don't even know their names and stuff because you know they didn't because of their 
complete separateness and age and all the other things. And so she basically used this as an opportunity to say that to the group because this is a completely appropriate time to say that. And when the kids are trying to plan their thing and they're like, oh, let's have a video chat because my kids don't know you guys. And was kind of Hunter. Hunter was like, one video chat's not gonna fix that. Yes. Was basically like, and it went off the rails. And I was like, well, he's not wrong. Right. But I, I feel like it was her that switched it. And this is it was so annoying, is because she's instead of recounting the facts of what happened, like somebody said this, somebody said this, and then this was said, and then I took that to mean blah blah blah. It was they were bullying me. Like she was already editorializing and emotionalizing this, these, these, the content without saying what the facts are. She's she's projecting what her own emotions are about the situation onto it when she's trying to, re- instead of reciting the facts. So instead of saying like, oh, and then Hunter said this and this, you know, she's like, well, and then Hunter would mean, and then they said they hated us and the other people, you know, and she's completely editorializing it. It was like, oh, you're not even saying what actually happened. Like, like yeah stop stop well and she's bringing up old stuff too like we don't even know if they were being mean directly on the thread like the text thread i guess she said that they were a little bit like they were making that's part of the issue i don't know necessarily what was actually said when she's recounting it because she's not recounting what was said she's recounting her her reaction to what was said so so yeah robin said that the other kids were mocking and dismissing her kids after they expressed themselves via text, I guess. Right. And that's, that's exactly what I mean. Like, what do you mean by that? What were like, did, what were the words? Right. You know, first like, of all, text messages in general are terrible, terrible communication, like can be terrible if you're trying to express something because, you yes. know, they, anything can be taken out of context. Mm-hmm. I I could not put a happy face after I text you and and maybe not even a punctuate, no period, no nothing. I could just say, okay. And you'd be like, oh, Alexis hates me. She just said, okay. <laughs> no, I'm fucking busy. Like, or, yeah. you know, or whatever. Like, yeah, well, see, I know you well enough to know yeah. that that's not an issue. Right. Right. But like, some people could just misinterpret anything on the text. But, and, and, but, but Robin is a professional victim, right? So exactly say what was said, she just, she went immediately to her editorial. Conveniently like, didn't say what was exactly. said. Exactly. You know, well, like, I'm sorry, but back the fuck up. You're jumping to legal conclusions without having facts and evidence. God damn, I've been in court too long. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's immediately what I think. I'm like, you're making conclusions and we don't even have any facts and evidence that would support that conclusion. Yeah. how How can you tell me that they were mocking you? Like, what made you believe that they were mocking you? What did they say? What was said? And she wouldn't say that. So... Mm-hmm. Therefore, the other kid's version of events is uncontroverted, and therefore I would assign credibility to them. Yeah. Plus, Robin's just a bitch and a liar. So exactly. <laughs> you could even own up to the personality test. Like, who gives a fuck? It's a personality <laughs> test, Robin. I know. My God. See, and that goes that goes to it. I'm surprised that she didn't pull some weird word salad, but um, like Cody does. Instead of just, and she just flat out denied it and then made up some random, oh, Christine must have filled it out for me and she doesn't even know me. She's a terrible liar. All she had to say was, oh, I, yeah, don't, remember. I, I don't really remember. And that's it. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah. 
and they can't even do that and it doesn't hurt her that's it's so that's what kills me about it it wouldn't hurt her if she said that like witnesses on the stand like it's not gonna hurt just tell the truth like (laughs) oh my gosh tell it it's not gonna hurt oh well we then learn you look worse when you lie yeah it's true it's so true Christine said that uh, some of the siblings get along better than others. And of course, that's to be expected. And that they really did try to include Robin and her kids um, into everything from the very beginning. Um, but that the kids felt, it, you know, it came out that they felt like they were never really a part of the family. And right. it kind of broke Christine and Janelle's hearts because they didn't they didn't want that to happen. Yeah, they didn't realize it. They're like, we didn't know. Like, that's really how they've been feeling? Like, shit. You know what I think? I think that, and this is me speaking, I think that Robin probably planted that seed in their head. Like, oh, look, they don't want to be with you. Or, oh, look, they, they never wanted to be with you from the beginning. Right. I think that she Even instigated though, that yeah she she inceptioned that thought in them and like mm-hmm. made them how the way she rewrites history yep made them mm-hmm. believe like planted these stories in their head <laughs> although mary was it mary and janelle that say like you know maybe maybe we didn't do a great job of it maybe we we tried our best but maybe we could have done better you know yeah and they said that they forced their children to you know take them in and to just like, accept oh, them off the bat family without really communicating and having conversations and yeah and that's i mean that's like super insightful for them to to like say that and be like okay yeah wait you mean katrina they self-reflected and actually oh, took some ownership and took yeah. ownership and just didn't like trip over themselves trying to deny that it ever happened right i didn't blame everyone else for it right crazy crazy well christine says she's not interested in fixing anything with cody and robin but she is with the with the kids she does feel like she wants to work on that i guess and that kind of sums up all the family drama so we didn't get all the text message information no but we did get a chunk so that we did get more yeah yeah and then suki asked christine about who she is dating and of course we've all known for a while now that she's been dating and is now married to david the way Uh, she talks about him is so cute it it is and it's like a world of difference away from the way she spoke about cody and and you can I mean, you can tell, you know, like clearly it's a different thing, you know? (laughs) Yeah. She said she's felt so loved. She can be herself with no strings attached. And, 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 And to be, she was like, you know, this is what it feels like to be appreciated yeah, and desired desirable and to be desired. Like I, she, it's so sad that she never knew what that felt like because she's with Mr. Conditional Love Cody. Oh yeah. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. and then next time we see christine saying that she doesn't think robin has any desire to live a plural life and we actually get to meet david for the first time on the yes. show yes we get to hear him speak and talk and and stuff so yeah so i'm excited me but too I'm also excited thousand pound sister starts tomorrow night Woo-hoo! tuesday night tuesday night, whatever tonight i don't know what day you're listening it's almost tuesday yeah, when we're recording this, but we'll put this out <laughs> Tuesday. 
<laughs> yes. All right. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for being patient with us. Um, as we get back on track with after all this travel and, you know, heart surgery and things. Um, and uh, we love you. Thank you. Bye. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day uh, when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.